The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, well, it's another week and we're still here. What's up, everybody? It's Joanne and Mike on Murder Amongst Friends, and we are, yet again, in my living room. Back to home base. (laughs) Back. Back to black. (laughs) As in ACDC, Amy Winehouse. I mean... Just mash those. What a fucking mashup that would be. Hey, Nick. AC Winehouse. Nick, I'm looking at you, buddy. And my son-in-law, who's in a amazing band, local band, The Mighty Fall, just released a single. I am Providence. Kicking ass all over Apple and Spotify. Like, just killing it. Hey, Nicholas, um, if you ever wanted to do something for your sweet, sweet mother-in-law, <laughs> Uh, just mash up ACDC and Lil Amy Winehouse for me, and then, you know, we'll finally accept you into the family as one of our... I'm just kidding. I love you, Nick. Amy But DC. yes, actually mash that up for me. Amy DC. Yeah. Perfect. Works. 100%. Mike. Mike, Mike. Yeah. Yes. Michael, Michael. Yes. Motorcycle. Um, Don't say Mike too many times in a row. You'll have to pay Geico money. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike. Um, have you heard <laughs> of this... <laughs> Lying ass MFR oh. uh, by the name of Chuck Lee Tex. <laughs> in, that's his nickname, you know, obviously. McIver. Not, Tex McIver. Not MacGyver. Not like foil and gum, you know, like we're MacGyvering. This, right. Yeah. McIver. Right. The third. A couple of years back in 2018, he shot his wife. Oh. So here's the story. What a pastime. Him and his wife, who supposedly had a very loving relationship, went to this party. They live in Atlanta. Yeah. His wife was in the passenger seat. Her friend was driving, and he's behind his wife. They're driving through a quote-unquote lesser neighborhood, and this POS says, I need my gun out of the glove box because we're driving by a Black Lives Matter protest and there's a lot of black homeless people. I don't feel safe. First of all, <sighs> fuck off with that. Yep. Second, they pass him the, the gun. Okay, he supposedly, I'm doing the my famous air quotes yep. here, falls asleep with a gun in his lap. Okay, now I'm not a big gun person, but I know if you don't cock a gun, yep. it takes a lot, a lot more pounds per pressure to pull that trigger. Okay, right. Falls asleep with a gun in his lap. Supposedly wakes up all of the sudden, Michael. They go over a bump. He wakes up. Ooh! Accidentally shoots his wife through the seat and kills her. What terrible luck. (laughs) Bad luck for Tex MacGyver. He, well, she doesn't die right away. Um... Well, spoiler alert then. Well, Diane, they take her to, so they immediately go to the hospital, right? right? She's in there. Uh, The husband is like, not acting frantic or sad like you would if you just supposedly accidentally shot your wife, right? A real Chris Watts performance right, going on. Right, yeah. right, Um The doctors and nurses, when she's in her room, they say, do you want your husband, you know, do you want to see your husband? She says no. Not she a says, sign for him. No, yeah. right? The friend says, oh, no, it was an accident. He's saying it was an accident, la, la, la. Well, once she leaves the hospital, the friend. Yeah. She changes her story. She goes, no, I don't, this was not an accident. (laughs) Because she's afraid of the husband. Well, she had a right to be afraid because when she got home, the husband called her husband, obviously they're friends, and said, listen, your wife's going to put me in jail forever for murder. Mm -hmm. You got to talk to her and get her to 
Flip the script, Michael. (laughs) Flip the script, right? (laughs) Just flip that script. And uh, so that's clearly witness tampering. Yes. Anyway, he gets convicted of murder and witness tampering and a felony having a gun in the commission of a felony. Okay. He's been in jail a few couple few years, whatever. Now all of a sudden, they've overturned his conviction because they said that the jury should have been able to charge him on a lesser charge of involuntary manslaughter, which I think is such horseshit. Um, he still he still has to uphold his conviction for influencing a witness because I mean, there's there's no way to get that. out of that yeah. one, right? And um, and now we just have to wait and see if they're gonna like recharge him or what. But this is like the biggest load of horseshit I've ever heard in my life. Well, like, first of all, you, so you fell asleep. So, okay. Anybody who, and this guy apparently had like 40 guns, so he must know he, about gun safety yeah. and all this other stuff to be able to have all these guns, right? Well, at least he's supposed or to. Or you're supposed yeah. to, right? So you never cock a gun. Mm. You never have your finger on the trigger. If you have your finger on the trigger of a gun, you better be intending to shoot. Yeah. You don't just sit right. with a cocked gun with your finger on the trigger because God forbid could, something yeah. happens, you could accidentally shoot someone or yourself. yourself. Yeah. So you're, and then oh, let's blame it on the bl- homeless yeah. homeless people. They don't have any possessions to harm you with, sir. Wait, by definition, they don't even have a place to live. You, what do they have on them that they're gonna? You're, you feel threatened. You three, feel three, threatened. Three winter coats, like that's. That's the vast majority. You feel threatened? Yeah. Like, so you pull out a gun because there's black people? Oh, gee, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, let's blame it on the black people again, like like always? This is some bullshit. Does it matter if they weren't instructed on a lesser charge, if they weren't going to convict him on a lesser charge? I don't know. I, I don't know why this is even a thing. Like, this whole story sounds like, oh, by the way, <laughs> after she died. Yeah. He started selling all her shit. Oh, yeah. So he was a lawyer, and he was clearly living above his means. He talked her into buying, like, this whole-ass farm and shit. Like, mm-hmm. she was, like, more the breadwinner. Yeah. They put him off counsel, which means, like, you could even, it could be, like, uh, the law of his of Mike, Mike, and Mike. And you, Mike, number one, are not bringing in your share, so you get bumped. So now you're doing shit work. <laughs> you're doing what everybody else in the office doesn't want to do because you're not bringing billables. in the money. Got to get them billables in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he starts selling off all her expensive handbags, all her jewelry, well, what does her she need clothing. Him for now? I mean, yes, but holy shit! Like she's not yeah. even her body's not even, not even cold. cold. Not yeah. even not not to be yeah. You know that way about it and make light of it but like holy shit like so he certainly made light of it oh he certainly did and did not act like somebody who just lost a wife now i know everybody grieves differently michael but this dude was acting cool as a cucumber from the time it happened yeah to like do you know what i mean there's just something not if you accidentally shot your wife who supposedly they call each other darling all the time they never argue all bleh, bleh, uh, you know in front, in front of people right. who the fuck knows right. what happens behind closed doors exactly and you accidentally okay so let's say they did have that kind of relationship oh honey baby darling i yeah. love you oh the light of my life right yeah. the apple of my eye the peanut butter to my jelly the stuff that makes you sick yeah well <laughs> yeah yeah and you see people like oh you're like mm, good for them i guess um but you accidentally <laughs> your racist ass accidentally yeah. shoots her Right? Would you not be at least, if not distraught, slightly concerned, Michael? Like, just a bit concerned? 
this doesn't look great for me. And I'm going to miss that lady. Little Concernicus, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Just a bit of emotion, but no. This guy was, like, apparently cold as ice. And then called his friend to try to get his friend to have have his wife change her story. In my book, this guy's guilty AF, and he should have remained with that charge. Yeah. Hopefully he gets recharged, because I don't think it was dismissed without prejudice which would mean he couldn't be right uh try it again as if it was like a wrongful conviction this was just technicality i mean who just leave him in there man he's obviously a weird bad dude yeah it's uh we have these stories that it's it's weird because in kind of the main story that we usually tell week to week we need the police to come in and like stop the guy that we're talking about. Right. But then in some of the smaller stories we tell week to week or just, you know, the random conversations that we have not even on mic, it's right. always like, ah, the judge fucked up or these lawyers were terrible or yeah. the cops bungled it or it's like so it's it's this weird you need them, but the apparatus is just really it's really rusty. It's broken. Yeah. It's, I wouldn't say it's rusty. Yeah, I think it's it ain't doing broken. its job. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not not where it should be so as as we're fond of saying on this show (laughs) just do better just do better at the very least yeah you know well this week i have a story you're not going to be particularly fond of (laughs) Um, you say that like it's a unique situation no but this one this one especially (laughs) oh god um (sighs) let me sit back yeah in case i start yelling (laughs) No, it's it's not anything – the details of the story are, are kind of what they are, but it's mm-hmm. it's the perpetrators and the victims of the story that you're going to have a problem with because I'm going to have to say certain things. Oh, God, okay. And you're not going to like the way I say these things. <laughs> okay. This is the story of the Italian banditi murders. <laughs> <laughs> you little shit. Okay. Hey, watch the lingo, kid. Watch the lingo. Michael, speaking of the quote, unquote <laughs> – Mafia. We, ha- we would be remiss to not say that yeah. this past week, not only did James Caan, Sonny, Sonny Corleone of The Godfather, pass away, yeah. Tony Sirico, Uncle Polly Walnuts. All the heavy hitters are going down. What the hell's down. going on? That's almost like a conspiracy. It's almost like a conspiracy, Michael. What is with all these... <laughs> Italian folks die. Someone uh, protect Pacino quick. So, where's De Niro? Where's De Niro? Somebody gets somebody gets a De Niro quick. That. Like I'm so sad about yeah, it. It's a lot of errors are ending. Oh man. It's not a. It's not a great. It's so sad. Yeah. Of course, and, some people say James Conn of Misery. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Some people. GRD. Yeah. We. You know who you are. You know, we who, know you who you are, are. Gerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's always going to be Sonny Corleone in my heart. Not the secondary lead in the show Las Vegas. <laughs> no, Mm-mm, no. I and, watched... I, and my mom brought up. She was like, "Oh, James Con died," and I was like, "I know." She's like, "I like his son too." And Oy, I was like, "Scott Con, he's no, the worst." No, sorry, mom. Yeah, sorry, no. Scott Con. Please don't uh, don't have me whacked. <laughs> but. Uh, not the more talented of the two cons. No. Yeah, I'll take Las Vegas over Hawaii 5-0 any Also, day. not Italian, James Con. No, yeah. Weird. 
He did really beat that guy up, though. He really did beat that guy up in The Godfather. When we were watching The Offer, hey, if you haven't seen the show The Offer on Paramount+, Plus, it's a series based on how the movie The Godfather got made. And let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. It's a miracle that that movie ever, the script, (laughs) ever got off the ground, Michael. It was so many obstacles. I don't know how accurate it is. I don't care how accurate well, it is. Well, it's from Yeah, Ruddy's perspective. Your boy Al Ruddy's yeah. perspective. Don't call so him my boy just because he's because he's, he's a Jew. Because he's, he's chosen. You guys are Bison. Yeah. Just because he's chosen. Well Well. <laughs> I don't know how accurate it is, but I don't care how accurate it is it's a because great it was series. entertaining as all hell. Oh my God. We literally were so obsessed with it. Yeah. And the fact that it was a weekly release really... Oh, went right up my ass because we watched, what, the first... Did they drop the first three? three? Yeah. And And then then it was weekly for the other seven or eight, however many And then, of course, it's um, that actor who plays Bob Evans, (laughs) who I I am so enamored with his portrayal of Bob Evans. Yeah. I mean, it's something to see because if you know... If you've seen Matthew Good in anything else and then see him play... I don't know that I've seen him in anything else. I'll just keep watching him like... In that, he's just, you know, me and my Bob, my Bob Evans. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to have Quaalude. He's all the best one, and we're going to have a good time. <laughs> and that was my Michael, my, is, what's his name? Matthew, Matthew Good. Yeah. As Bob Evans' impression. You're welcome, guys. And when you see the show, you will realize how good that impression actually is. <laughs> he's so cute. And, of course, ooh, Miles Teller. Now, <laughs> Ruddy, Let get it. over here and sit on Mommy's lap. Ugh, Let well, me tell you something. Let me tell you a little Miles something Teller. about Miles Teller. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. I still prefer the whiplash slash spectacular now, Miles Teller, but that's, you know. Don't. I like him for different reasons. Don't lean on my parade. Let's just say. <laughs> but, yeah, protect all of your. Uh, let's protect all of our Italian icons. All of your Italian at icons, costs. yeah. Yeah. Somebody do the rosary. Somebody uh, say a prayer to St. Anthony. Somebody light a candle. <laughs> You know, make sure you have the the Virgin Mary statue outside your house. And um, we'll be fine, you know? My grandmother, my nanny, had a fucking... Oh, my God. (sighs) Over (laughs) her bed, Michael, was... It might have... Don't quote me on this. It might have been carved out of, like, ivory or something. I don't even know. I'm going to ask your sister the veracity of this claim. rosary that... You've seen a rosary beads. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Not all For not anyone who doesn't familiar. know what a rosary looks like, it's basically a a prayer tool yep. where you start on one end, there's like one big bead and five little beads, then one big bead, five little beads. That goes around ten times. Then you've got the beads that hang down and then the cross. So basically what you're supposed to okay. do is like, you basically say the Our Father for every big bead, the Hail Mary five times, Our Father, da da da. You go all the way around, it's the act okay. of contrition, and then you. Okay, it's a long ass. I'm understanding this a lot better. Okay, now. it's a I never long ass what counting procedure. had to do with. Okay, yeah, no, it's just it. okay. All right, and so she had this massive. I mean, every one of the Our Father beads yeah. had to be the size of like I'm holding up my hand. What do you? I mean, that's a, like a bigger uh, than a Clementine, pink, like a Clementine. Yeah. Huge. And then, like, kind of a ping, ping pong ball slice yeah. walnuts all in between. And then this fucking... 
And then you've got like the medallion that ha- that connects it all. Right. And then you've got a couple more beads. And then the card, the medallion had to be as big as my face. <laughs> right? And then you had this big ass cross. This is like, the shit was heavy as fuck. Well, it was hung up on like like nail, 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 nail. So you could have it almost like a circle with like hung up at the right. Over her bed. If what? that thing, God forbid that thing ever fell and hit her in the oh, head. God. One thing I know about Jesus is he really loves spectacle. We would have all <laughs> been praying. She would have killed by the rosary. I mean, we're all at the funeral doing the rosary. I yeah. mean, well, talk about irony. What you, oh, yeah, what do you God. do? <laughs> but uh, yeah, holy hell on earth. Crazy stuff, but <laughs> yeah. Please protect our Italian yeah. icons Someone locate costs. locate De Niro and Pacino. <laughs> Especially if you want Heat 2 to get made. Just get out there, you know? Where's Pesci? <laughs> the fuck is Pesci at? He's retired. Although <laughs> he came out of retirement, didn't he? Cr- I thought I don't he came know. out of retirement. He came out of retirement for The Irishman, I think. Oh, that's right. Which that's, is a great movie, yeah. by the way. I talked to someone who said they did not like it, and I was like, what? That person is incorrect. And that person is dumb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so sorry about that little side note. I just dropped that in there. Yeah, well... It is, it's sad to remark upon as culture, as kind of older souls, let's say. We're not old, but yeah. older souls, our culture is disappearing. It's disappearing, man. All of our touchstones. I mean, technically you're an elder millennial, so you're not in my group, which is the best group of all time, Gen X, yeah. Gen X. I have Gen X envy, I guess. Uh, everybody has Gen yeah. X envy, honey. They just don't want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Sucks to suck, I guess, rest of you. <laughs> this is anybody who knows me and is of my age bracket knows this is not the generation for me. Definitely not. <laughs> and I'm sure anybody who's just listening can tell uh, <laughs> that I have more curmudgeon in me than most millennials. Would. Michael probably should have been tooling around around maybe the 1600s. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just real upset just, at wheat production just and angry. Yeah. Standing outside with your hands on your, like, on your back, like, would you look at that? Yeah. You know, shaking your fist at the little, who put this silo here? Like, <laughs> just bitching about anything Yep. and everything. Yep. But at least my current age back then would be elderly. Yeah. Like, and Yeah, of, <laughs> yeah like, yeah, I'm in my 30s. Oh, God. Yeah. Get, get the yeah. plot ready because yeah. he's about to kick it. Can I kick it? <laughs> Yes, yes, you can. You can. Um, but yeah, so anyway, back to the story. Yeah. Travel with me, if you will, to Denver, Colorado, October 1875. Oh my God, a hundred years before I was even born, Michael. Yes, yes. Almost to the day. Yeah. Well, about a month. On the 20th day of the month, police were called to on a neighborhood. day of your daughter's wedding. <laughs> Godfather. <laughs> Sorry, their that, first child was that racist because the, the Italian masculine bird, child <laughs> because you said the Godfather because, well because I said it well I'm looking you can say I'm it. yeah oh I know yeah. I can say it. yeah well I'm eyeballing you don't worry yeah okay on the twentieth day of the month police were called to a neighborhood to investigate a horrible stench that <sighs> people living in the area could no longer stand if you say they got there and it was a a, a block of scumorza I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> These racist pieces of shit. The two officers who went to investigate assumed they would find an animal carcass left to rot somewhere. That's not what they found. Instead, they found a massive block of shop provolone. (laughs) (laughs) Just stinking the place up. Making a sauce. Hey, I'm making a gravy. The two men were drawn to one house in particular. 
a small frame cottage on Lawrence Street where flies were gathering on the windows. Oh no, my oh, Michael, no, yeah. not the flies. I you know, you I hate flies. Like that. Oh god. As soon as they walked in, the officers saw blood on the floor. They followed the trail and discovered a trap door in the kitchen. But Listen, the they could have just been killing a lamb for Easter. Well, no, it's not even once fall, but like maybe yeah. they're killing chickens or rabbits, yeah. you know. Back in the day, Michael, yeah. before you were born, uh, when I was born, uh, um, you could 18. go to Federal Hill yeah. in Providence yeah, yeah. and literally go to like a butcher mm-hmm. where there was a little gate. I remember this. They had chickens, rabbits, goats. You could just go and yeah. pick one out for like, let's say, Easter or something. They would go in the back and you'd walk home with like yeah. literally a fresh kill, I guess, to cook. Doesn't get any fresher than that. And that's only, we're talking not even, maybe 40, 40 years ago. That's yeah. not that long when you think about no. it. That, and back when the back yeah. when the fruit and veg trucks still drove around the streets. And that's, you know, I mean, not that Providence is considered a quote-unquote major city, but it's not also just a small town right. in the middle of But the I remember yeah. those little horse and buggy carriages literally coming through the streets. I sound... <laughs> 150 right now but they would or they would park somewhere on like a main drag yep. and you would just go and buy all your fresh fruits and you never had fruit and vegetables so fresh in mm. your life you know now forget it everything's injected with god knows what which is why everybody has these crazy new allergies that yep. didn't exist before because we've created them for ourselves sure have let's cut the shit and yeah. get back to it <laughs> soapbox we don't have to go i'm gonna down step down yeah so they followed the trail of blood and discovered a trap door in the kitchen, but the closer they got to it, the worse the smell became, to the point where they could no longer stand to be in the house. Was the telltale heart under there? or One of the men came back to the address with deodorizing materials. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like, like ban? Secret? Like, what do we... What? What, whatever the what, it, what's 1875 take that equivalent was. Febreze? It's probably whatever they were using... Because you know how they would like... You think it's like... They would have flowers and like perfumes and stuff for people like when the plague was happening. Obviously several hundred years yeah, before but this. I but mean, they would have certain like flowers and scents and oils and stuff that they would like that, shove under their nose yeah, to be able but, to deal with the stench. Yeah. Okay. You know, rather than fix the problem, let's just cover up the smell. <laughs> let's, put a little, let's put a little Vicks. Yeah. That's, put a little Vicks on your face. It. You'll be fine. Um, so... He comes back with these deodorizing materials and makes his way back to that, into the trap door. Mm, brave. After shining light into the basement area, he immediately saw the legs of two corpses sticking out from under a trash pile. Because it was 1875, and I guess this is what you did, he told the mayor. <laughs> you just ring up the mayor. Yeah. Oh, is there, when, when was it? Don't, I swear to God, don't come at me, but when was the phone invented? I'm <laughs> <laughs> stupid. When was the phone invented? I'm not 100% sure, so I'm just going to pass it by so I can maintain my superior intellect. <laughs> but okay, so like ring, ring, tin can on a string or the phone. Yeah, yeah, you know, hey, mayor. <laughs> homing pigeon. Just You just get in yeah. touch with the mayor. Yeah. Imagine just calling the mayor of your town today. Just, hey, hey mayor. we got a body. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mayor, I found these two sets of legs. I just wanted to let you know about. Why the mayor? Why not the constable or like whatever yeah, the chief I, I of law know. enforcement was called in 1875 because it was denver so it's not like they had a small little local jurisdication or i anything, mean it's but, a pretty big yeah area 
even in 1875. But uh, he also alerted the coroner to the okay. bodies. Okay, but yeah. But is a coroner technically a law enforcement or more medical? No, medical. Yeah. Well, so well, kind of. Mm, so do there, they toe the line? I watched a, a thing and I now forget the difference. But there <laughs> yeah. is a difference between a coroner and a medical examiner. One of them requires a certain amount of training. The other is an elected position. One requires think, like a doc, like a medical. I, th- I think coroner coroner is an elected position where you don't need certain certifications. And the medical things, examiner, examiner needs examiner. to be a, a doctor. Yeah. Okay. But what's a comptroller? <laughs> I do not know and I refuse to find out. <laughs> the coroner had to find a team of men who would consent to bring the bodies out of the basement. Uh, yeah. Well, let's first... They'd be like, hey, do you want to go down there and drag these fly bodies out? Yeah. And I'd be like, uh, no, I don't. Yeah. I was, no, no, thank you. I was going to say, let's contemplate who those people are that are volunteering yeah. to... I don't know what they're paying them. It's got to be it's got to be a decent amount, I would imagine. Um, side note, I just looked up comptroller. Uh, don't tell me, because I'm not... I'm not it, uh, managing an institution's financial reporting and accounting... Usually employed by a public agency, they assure the security and proper use of funds. So they keep everybody telling the truth, I guess. They keep everybody honest, but do they? Who I've knows? already forgotten. <laughs> when the team started to dig out the trash, they found two additional bodies. Oh. They also found five small knives, three razors, and a hatchet. Oh. It's also worth mentioning that all of the weapons were stained in blood. But that was probably well. Obvious. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the discovery was sensational. Speaking of discoveries of quote mob, which doesn't exist, related bodies. Yeah. Didn't you tell me recently I about did. a lake that was drying up and yes. all of these bodies are appearing? Yes, because of climate change, global warming, and massive droughts in the West. Uh, especially the desert areas, and before you say, well, deserts are dry, shut up. (laughs) Lake Mead has been drying up, and the waters are receding because there's not as much water in the area. And this has caused many bodies (laughs) to become revealed because the area it's in... People are assuming... Most likely. People... Yeah. Most likely? People are assuming that most likely. (laughs) Okay, okay. That it's a La Cosa Nostra, yeah. So, which I find racist. But well, wait hey. until you hear about some of the things <laughs> that they're going to talk about in this story. So the discovery of four bodies was sensational. So sensational, in fact, that even newspapers in Chicago and New York were writing about it. An article published in the Chicago Tribune six days after the bodies were found described them as, quote, swollen, almost to bursting. Oh, no. Oh, no. And this is sure to be your favorite part. No. Michael, I swear if you say the M word. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, I won't say it. Oh, covered in them? Crawling with. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. Yeah, we're skipping that. Everybody else should. Skip that. Everybody else should know what that is by, by the description. The bodies were also destroyed. Their throats were cut from ear to ear, and they were all covered in stab wounds in the chest, gut, shoulders, Ooh. and faces. The, dis- <laughs> the disfigurement, coupled with the horrible state of decomposition, led the cops to believe that it would be difficult to get a positive ID on who the victims well, were. Yeah. However, several neighbors were able to identify them based on the clothing they were all wearing. <gasps> Can you imagine? 
Well, I would be able to identify you by your clothing for sure. Your your yeah. t-shirts and things are very specific. Yeah. So yes. The victims were Giuseppe, Uncle Joe, Pecora. Hey, I have a couple Uncle Joes. Believe it or not. Who would have hey, guessed? Hey, Giuseppe. His two sons and one of their younger cousins. Mm-hmm. They all worked as musicians and had lived in the house where they were found. The sheriff, fellow by the name of David J. Cook. So definitely not the town. <laughs> assumed that robbery was most likely the reason these men became victims. While questioning the neighbors for more information, John Morris, a cobbler who lived in the neighborhood, was able to identify Uncle Joe by the shoes he was wearing. <laughs> the cobbler came in and he went, yeah. hold on, hold on. This I know is my work. Shoes. I know the shoes. Uh... What did you just What did you just <laughs> say, first of all? I know the shoes. How... <laughs> did you just say that with an accent? I know the shoes. His name is John Morris. Uh, yeah, but did you say, I know the shoes? Because I feel like you did that. I think that's what you heard. <laughs> His last name is Morris. He's not He's not so. saying, I know the shoes. <laughs> I see them my work. I'm uh, extremely uh, proud. Uh, I, I, I come into this country, uh, support of my family. Like, what is this? I do it a plumbing. Get out of here, Mario. <laughs> hey, Mario and Wario. He told the cops, so John Morris told the cops that at one point, Uncle Joe was a known associate of two other men. Named Filomino Galati and Michelle Balotti. Uncle Philly. Yeah. The sheriff found that Galati and Balotti were members <laughs> of the Italian banditti gang, sometimes known as the Italian butchers. Yeah. Several of the banditti members hadn't been seen anywhere in Denver for about a week, coincidentally around the amount of time since Uncle Joe and the family were killed. They're hanging out with the Fratelli brothers. Cook did some digging into the banditis and discovered that three members boarded a train to Littleton a few days before the bodies were found. The sheriff guessed they were fleeing to Mexico and he sent two officers, Frank Smith and a guy named R.Y. Force to track them down. I don't like when people use initials for their name. Uh, I should say that Frank Smith is... Known as W. Frank Smith. No, come. <laughs> I dropped the W. But I'm I don't know what the initials. Mike C H. Yeah, you know that's, that's fine. Yeah, come on, um, <laughs> Mick. <laughs> <laughs> the victims and suspected perpetrators, being Italian, set a spark to an already tense ethnic atmosphere in the Denver area. A frenzied mob burned down the house on Lawrence Street where the bodies were discovered for no reason other than the police hadn't yet caught the killers. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind That's of like... That's one way to do it, I like guess. like burning down Breeze Knoll, yes. <laughs> burning down the house. <laughs> Local papers use terms like, quote, this is the papers, Michael, not me. tread lightly. Butchers. Mm-hmm. Quote, butchers, bakers. Italian, yes, a lot of Italian people run butcher shops, and you yeah. go in and they get the suprasad and the and, and the prosciutto, and you know, great bakeries, bakeries. Bakers. You can go in there and get yeah. the cannoli, get the struffoli, you know, get the suidel. So butchers not so bad. Italian guerrillas. Gorilla G U E R I L L. No. G O R I L L A. Michael. Yeah. And quote snarling mongrels. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you. <laughs> Local papers. Okay. Not oh, me. I'm, okay. 
this shows obviously that absolutely nothing has changed other than which group is being marginalized at any I given mean, time. I mean, yeah, okay. While on the trail, Smith and Force arrived in Trinidad, Colorado. Yes, I initially thought it was the island Trinidad, also. Trinidad, Colorado. Yeah. They found out that three men arrived in town one day after the slayings of the Pecoras. The cops quickly tracked the three men in question to an Italian-owned bar. Listen, because, this you know, is horseshit. Michelle Bellotti was one of the men in the saloon, but Smith and Force also found Silvestro Campagna and Leonard Alessandri. All three were Leonardo, brought... Leonardo, but... There's no O. Well, he probably recognized his name. It's at least... It's Leonard, probably. <laughs> Leonard. I don't know. Nobody says it like that. I don't know. I, that's why I said you Leonard. ever met anybody who says, Hi, nice to meet you. My name is Leonard. Well, you said I would, Leonardo. I would immediately turn around and walk away. <laughs> you said Leonardo. He probably Americanized it. I said it. Leonard. Well, he probably didn't. America probably well, yeah. Americanized it for him. Yeah. All three were brought to a local jail to be questioned. Between them, the three men had fifty dollars in cash and twenty dollars in gold pieces, which was a combined that's quite the haul back well, in eighteen seventy five. Today, that's about or not about. That's exactly one thousand nine hundred forty eight dollars and sixty four cents. Since this was a hefty amount, and Sheriff Cook assumed robbery to be the motive for the killings, Officer Smith guessed that the money had been stolen from the victims. Because you know, obviously, Italian people don't work hard and can't save their money and buy things, but well. Yes, it's bad to assume, but what buttressed this theory was the fact that Campania and Alessandri were still wearing blood-stained undershirts. <laughs> Bellotti wasn't wearing any bloody clothing, but don't worry, bloody clothing that belonged to him was found in a back room of the bar. Oh, jeez, okay. So he changed, he just didn't get rid of it. Yeah. Alessandri confessed that on the day of the murders, Friday, October 15th, a full five days before the bodies were found, now, I don't know if I believe this detail. Yeah. He played the harp while five other men killed the victims. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the accordion? No. If he said the accordion, I'd be like, yes. Mike, don't or listen. Or if he was an organ grinder. Let's give me a little monkey in a <laughs> yeah. hat. Hey, listen. He's just... If what if these guys small. are like butchers, they're going to have a little blood on the old white beater. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where's and the, there's no DNA? The Prove it. Where's he getting the harp? Prove it. There's no DNA. This could be cow blood for all you know. It's true. Prove it. It's 1875, bitch. Deal with it. <laughs> Where? Where's the harp coming from? I Where does one acquire a harp, Michael? I don't know, but they're huge. <laughs> they just, are massive. He's just dragging it around to crime scenes? Maybe it's a mini harp. You see those little harps that angels in... Uh, Isn't that a liar? Is it? No. No, a lyre is like a little... No, that's a lute. Hmm. I, I don't... I'll look it up right now. Any musicians... I'm going to look it up. Any not metal what musicians is a liar? that would know. What is L-Y-R-E? Let's find out. It's a tiny heart. You're right. right. So there you go. So okay. That must have been the one. Maybe, yeah, maybe, you know, they, they looked at it and they went, that looks like a hop. <laughs> I don't know what people sound like in Denver. <laughs> I don't know. Super white. That looks like, possibly... A harp. Like, and they're like, no, it's a fucking liar, you stupid. You think I'm dragging a harp around on my back? Like, come on. He recounted that around noon, Uncle Joe and the older son were killed first. The younger son and cousin were out playing at the time. About an hour later, 
the two boys came back home and the killers cut both their throats. Well, that's not my preferred way to go. No. Alessandri said the killers then dragged the bodies to the basement where they were eventually found and took $1,000 in cash and gold pieces from the bodies. Hmm. The equivalent of $26,572.36. hey This was all great information, but only three banditis were found in Trinidad and Alessandri confessed that there were six killers. Smith. Well, Alessandri should keep his fucking mouth shut. Do you ever heard of a little word called the Omerta? <laughs> Maybe just shut the fuck up. Don't want to be a rat. <laughs> Smith and Force decided to expand their search to New Mexico to hunt down the other three. This is where it gets a little crazy. <laughs> this is where it gets This crazy. is where it gets maybe a little even Canadian. Oh. The two cops decided to get Trixie with these last few suspects. Smith put on his fanciest gentleman's suit <laughs> and started telling people he was a wealthy sheep king from New Mexico. <laughs> okay. And this is where it gets a little racist. Force, who had slightly darker skin oh. but was still a white guy, yeah. put on the clothes of a day laborer and started asking anyone he could find about the Italians claiming they were his partners. He, <laughs> <laughs> he tried to fit in? Yep. He tried to pretend he was Italian? He, he tried. A lot of people like to pretend that they're Italian, Mike, you know? In early November... The pair tracked the rest of the suspects to Taos, New Mexico, after hearing about a gun purchase that involved gold pieces. Hmm. Don't use gold to buy things. Well, in 1875, I mean, weren't people trading in gold and using that to pay for stuff? I mean... Yeah. Wasn't the gold... What? I am terrible at history, but wasn't the gold rush in the 1800s? 1849. Okay. So people were using fucking gold as currency. Like, what the hell? Breaking up the set... Well, they heard about, you know... Italians doing it. Well, oh, I'm so- oh, 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 okay, okay. So white people can yeah. buy shit with gold, yeah. but us all at well, I'm also very pale because my father, who comes from Italy, was in, not super, super southern. He was kind of in the mid. So I'm slightly more pale than, let's say, some of my contemporaries. <laughs> so anybody with a slightly olive complexion... Yeah. Can't be trusted. Definitely can't be buying yeah. things with gold they must have stolen. Yeah. Okay. Mean... All right. Okay. Yeah. Breaking up the sale, Smith and Force arrested Filomino Galati and John Arati. Mm-hmm. Arati told them to head north to Red River, where they found the last suspect... Henry Fernandez. <laughs> Wait, his name is Johnny Arati? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, or if you want to you... pronounce it, A-R-R-A-T-T-I. Uh, Arati, but... Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember um, that show? Oh, my God. It was on, I think, like Nickelodeon. And it was like... It looked like characters, but they were made out of like paper face oh what the hell was it and it was like an italian kid on there his name was johnny abadi <laughs> oh my god what was that show it was oh it was a show called angela anaconda <laughs> and one of the characters was like johnny abadi and his like he used to go to his grand he'd be like hey my nonna's making like <laughs> you know his pasta or whatever but that name I, at first i thought you said johnny abadi and i was like wait a minute that- did they pull this name from this story and that show single-handedly solved Italian racism. <laughs> <laughs> he invited him over for 
for a, yeah, uh, a meal. cannoli. Yeah. You sit down and you break bread and then that's it. That's it. Squashed everything. Everything's squashed. But we never forget. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Arati told police to go north to Red River where the last suspect was located, Henry Fernandez. What? Yeah. I... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this guy was like, hey, my name is Henry Fernando. You know, slightly darker skin. You know, I'm a slightly darker skin, and obviously Must uh, be we, we run in the same circles. Yeah. Everyone was brought back to Denver, and three more banditti members, but these ones weren't really implicated in the murders, were taken in. Leonard Diodato, Frank Valandre, and a guy known simply as the Ranchman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be just known by a nickname. Yeah. And I don't want to tell anybody my name, and I just want to go by a nickname. The murder trial. Oh, I actually do. I actually do do that. Yeah, very specifically. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> very specifically. I have a whole other persona <laughs> called Lola Rock and Rolla. What am I talking about right now? Oh, my God. Follow her on Instagram. On Instagram, at Lola Rock and Rolla. I literally just said, I wish I... What a dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb. The murder trial started in May 1876, but all nine banditti members pled guilty so they could avoid the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Arati and Alessandri turned state's evidence and were Ooh. only sentenced to 10 years. Well... Not the best move. Well, they were the ones that were cooperating kind of right from being arrested. I know, but... It's not... Not a it's good not look. Not a good look. Not a good look in the community. <laughs> Thank you for saying it like that. Yeah. I appreciate you. Galati and Bellotti and Frankie Valandre were all given life. The rest Frankie Bag- Bagadona. <laughs> Campagna, Diodato, the ranchman, <laughs> and Fernandez. Yeah. <laughs> what a ragtag bunch of misfits, Mike. They were just set free. Oh, shit. Okay. Even after the guilty plea. They but peaced I can't... out. They were like, yeah. peace, and they left. They pled guilty. All nine pled guilty. Yeah. But, but how come they... one, two, three, four, four five, five were just set free. No, four. These four were just yeah. told to, to go. I, I can't Ooh. find any information as to why they, maybe that was they, allowed to happen. Mm, maybe are they, uh, like lower down the chain so they really wanted to get like the kind of head guys and I don't then they know if you have a guy with just a nickname i mean if he's <laughs> like he's got to be pretty close and, to and the top. his name is oh what's your name uh uh, uh the henchman uh, yeah. uh, uh the butcher like yeah. you're like oh yeah and then you're like oh yeah he owns a butchery and they're like mm, sure like the the hitman the ice man yeah like yeah i th- i want to talk to that guy the ice man yeah. no i i run a a cooling and heating uh business oh okay <laughs> you know so they, they just call me the is, ice man so your cause... partner's the flame you're the yeah. ice man well, he's the flame? i mean Let's... yes i mean yeah i mean we don't call each other that but yeah well <laughs> i mean you're public. calling yourself the not ice man right public. now <laughs> i wish there was more information about this I... case out there uh this didn't exactly do anything to help the ethnic tensions in the area the Colorado Weekly Chieftain sharply criticized the sentences, stating that if people knew they could escape execution just by pleading guilty, <laughs> that would yeah. spell the can, end of capital punishment. Can you imagine? It's like, hey, um, I killed like a shitload of people, but I'm just going to admit to it and yeah. they're going to set me free because I was so honest. Yeah. Colorado actually has kind of a 
storied history with the death penalty. Hmm. Sometimes it's legal, sometimes it's not, and stuff like this keeps popping up every... Currently, I would imagine it's not legal in Colorado, because they seem very liberal down there. I believe in 2020, they took it away again. I went to Colorado once. You did? Once. (laughs) Johnny Dangerously. Um, I did. I went to the Telluride Film Festival by myself. And uh, Telluride is a beautiful little town nestled at the base of a bunch of mountains, Michael. And boy, oh boy, I could not breathe. (laughs) My asthma was no good because the air is so thin there. You are up there. And like also, it's so weird, but like if you drink like half a beer or something in that atmosphere, like I was tanked. Half a beer. No it oxygen. was the weirdest. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, how does anybody make money around here at the <laughs> bar? People taking two sips are like, Bleh. I guess it was just me, but everybody else seemed to be doing just fine. They got the tolerance. Yeah. We should go to Telluride Film Festival again. Well, I would go again. You would go for the first time. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah. Fucking dope. Yeah. Let's start saving now. It's only like an $8,000 yeah. trip. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so Telluride 2050. We're coming. <laughs> You could wheel me around in a little wheelchair by that point. You know, you'll have your walker, I'll have my chair. Yeah, I'll just have the motorized scooter. And yeah, and push, then you just push me push from, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the newspaper was worried that if this precedent was set, that the, quote, court of Judge Lynch would start to be convened more frequently. So they were just worried that if the state couldn't execute people, just mobs of people would start executing well, people. stop saying the word mobs. Mob. I know... Unruly groups. There you go. Of ethnically ambiguous people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good. Would go ham. Right. <laughs> would become a vigilante. So, Galati, Bilotti, and Vlandre served out their life. Arati and Alessandri served out their ten. The rest, including the ranchmen, just lived out their lives. And that was Presumably. the story of the Italian banditti murders. Presumably on a ranch somewhere. Cow Probably ranch. Not. Probably I mean, not. what kind of ranch are we talking about here? He probably just the ranchman. I wonder if he just owned a large tract of land yeah. that he called, quote, uh, the ranch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come to my large tract of land. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and if you went there, uh, it could be like a little Lake Mead situation going on. Yeah. They were like, oh, you got a body. Yeah. Call the ranchman. Although that's foolish Maybe because the pigs. mafia doesn't exist. Maybe he had pigs. Maybe it was a pig ranch. Yeah. And as we all know, Michael. Pigs are great, wonderful animals who've never eaten a human corpse ever. Ever. No. It's just not a thing that happens. It's not a thing. No. Come on. Well, um, being of Italian descent. (laughs) (laughs) I'll even the scales. I find this story offensive, Michael. I'll even the scales. Mm Mm-hmm. Next time. (laughs) I want to hear about, you better come up with some story about Meyer Lansky, some Bugsy <laughs> yeah. Siegel. I want to hear something. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you, sir? I will I will even, even it all out <laughs> next time. But I actually, I was looking for actually ones in Italy to, to do, and nothing was really coming up. Mm. And I was trying to, to place it a little further back. So and then it would, you were like, so let I me search get... Trinidad, Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I've never heard of in my yeah, life. Neither did I. I really Weird. assumed that it was, they just suddenly found themselves You're like, you guys went islands. to like Trinidad yeah. and Tobago and just took like a vacay? Like what's yeah. going on? Um, but no. They were like, we went down to the Sandals Resorts <laughs> and just fucking went nuts. Yeah. But um, 
I wanted to I refine the search to be older because mm-hmm. I didn't want to just get flooded with Amanda Knox yeah, stuff. Yeah. Because um, we've, Ugh, we've had that enough whole of that. story. Yeah. Let's not even. We've had enough of that. Yeah. So. Funny. Um, but ironically, instead of ending up in Italy, I ended up in Colorado <laughs> for this one. But uh, I'm still still on the lookout. Try to do some more international things. Yeah. This one uh, struck my fancy. <laughs> so to speak. So to speak. <laughs> it struck my, my fancy chord on the hop. The uh, hop. <laughs> also known as a harp. <laughs> or a lyre. But with my, <laughs> with my Rhode Island accent, it's a hop. You know? Not an H-O-P. Hey, you want to hit the bar tonight? I can't. I got my hop lessons. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I got my hop in the car. <laughs> Stupid. Well, that will uh, wrap us up for another episode. Wrap it up, guys. And uh, follow us, as always, on our socials, on Instagram and Twitter, at MAF Podcast Show. Send us an email. Michael loves to read them to me, at Show at gmail.com. And check out the YouTube uh, page, our first video episode, episode 27. Uh, the story of John List is up there. It is also on Spotify, but... Uh, looking at our our metrics, we know the majority of you actually listen on Apple Podcasts. Right. So if you do want to see that as a video episode without having to deal with Spotify, you can jump over to our YouTube channel, Murder Amongst Friends podcast. Yes, where you'll there. get to see our beautiful faces, our bella facie, <laughs> <laughs> or at least Joanne's, oh and then God. also me. Okay, Stuart. Well, Michael. With that, I bid you ciao. Adios. <clears throat> Arrivederci. No, there we go. I was going to say, you guys to go with adios. <laughs> Arrivederci. Au revoir. And uh, everybody out there, piano, piano, è stata buona. Goodbye. Goodbye.